Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and we are coming to you live today from the Levin Studio. We have several musicians assembled here, and easily, I think, the largest audience that I've ever seen here in the Levin Studio. So let's do a big hand for our <laughs> guest today, who is Robert Fritz. Today's show is a segment that we call Composers Among Us, and I'm very, very pleased to be featuring Robert Kritz as our special guest today. Bob, thank you so much for coming down to the program today and being a guest. I first heard your music in the 1990s. I was still a student at Roosevelt University, and all of a sudden, my, my piano teacher, Carol Honigberg, her group, the Pilgrim Players, was playing a piece of yours, and Orion Ensemble was playing your music, and it just seemed like a lot of people were playing your music. Can you just tell me a little bit about that story, about how you brought your scores to Northwestern University and started this kind of Bob Kritz flurry? Well, it started when uh, I went back to the school after I had been away from music for about 40 years. And I went back there and said, I've got a, a few scores I'd like to show you and see what you think. And I showed them to the dean of the music school. And uh, he called in the head of the theory and, and uh, composition department. And they looked at the scores and they were being kind of tolerant at first. <laughs> Just, you know, who's this guy coming? He, was, he went to school here 45 years ago, and he's coming back with scores. And, but after a few minutes, uh, Dean Dabrowski slammed shut the score he was looking at, and he says, when will you be ready to have these performed? Oh, that's fantastic. And so they got a class together to work up some of my old scores, and I was very excited, needless to say. Uh, it's about 20 years ago now. Okay. And the performance came off, and this station, WFMT, one of the people that had a program on this station, the Dame Myra Hess afternoon program, he was in the audience, and he said to me after the concert, and this all came by such a surprise, he said, we want to do a, a Myra Hess concert of your music. So within three months of having nothing, I was feeling like I was on top of the world. <laughs> and my, That's really fantastic. And, and so now it's, it's so wonderful to be back to WFMT and the same wavelengths are broadcasting. <laughs> well, we're certainly glad to have you. And you know, we don't roll this treatment out for everybody. And we've got 50 some odd people here in the Levin studio. We've got performers here doing it live, you know. So we're, we're very happy to have you back. So you had not been composing during this 40 year hiatus. Uh, yeah, I worked in music. I did work some in music and did a few little things, arrangements and, uh, but mostly I was in the business world. I had to be. Uh, and as soon as the opportunity came again to get back into it, I jumped. And uh, my kids were through college, and uh, I was ready to get back into the music world. Wonderful. And I'm glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first piece that we're going to hear is called Three Songs. What can you tell me about these songs? The poetry for these songs was written by my sister, who is about 12 years older than I am. Two of her daughters are here today to hear this uh, concert, and 
the poetry was so moving to me. The first two songs are from a cycle that she wrote called Songs of Later Love, and the last one is from Songs of Young Love, which I wrote when I was about 17. But the first two that you're going to hear from the later love, I wrote maybe 30 years after that. So uh, when I heard Amy for the first time, uh, it was such a thrill to me. I'd heard other vocalists, many other vocalists sing these songs, and it was exhilarating for me to have them performed. But until I heard Amy, I never really heard what was in the music and in the poetry. She just thrilled me so. So I'm really grateful that she was able to come today. Well, for our listeners at home, he's talking about Amy Kahn, who we're about to hear singing these songs. So let's have a performance now of three songs by Robert Critz. We're going to hear When I Was a Green Girl, You Are Not Really Mine, and The Tender Glance. Here are Amy Kahn and Diana Schmuck to perform three songs by Robert Critz live in the Levin Studio.
Any Khan with Diana Schmuck at the piano. Three songs by Robert Fritz. We heard When I Was a Green Girl, You Are Not Really Mine, and The Tender Glance. Robert Fritz is my guest today on Relevant Tones, and as you can hear by the vociferous applause, we are live in the Levin studio. We're actually going to be featuring a mix of live performances and some great performances from pre-recorded material. I'm going to feature one of these now. We're going to do two movements from the diaspora dances. Let's have a listen to the Daedalus duo. This is Bonnie Campbell clarinet, and Diana Schmuck piano. We're going to hear two tracks, Nigeria, Ile Labo Simi Oko, Moderato with an easy swinging feel, and that'll go right into Egypt, Vintas Chalabie Andante with zest and passion. Music by Robert Kritz.
Two pieces by Robert Kritz from the Diaspora Dances. We're the Daedalus duo, Bonnie Campbell, clarinet, and Diana Schmuck, piano. Nigeria, Ile Labo Simi Oko, moderato with an easy swinging feel. We definitely heard that. And then Egypt, Bint As Shalibia, Andante with zest and passion. Robert Kritz is my guest today on Relevant Tones. Bob, tell me about those pieces, the Diaspora Dances. Well, those pieces were written while I was working in a nightclub as a jazz bass player. <laughs> it was a, an ethnic nightclub, and I heard these wonderful compositions that were f part folk, part written by artists from Egypt and Nairobi and all over the world, and I, I just fell in love with some of the music, so I decided to put it into a suite, and that's what you just heard two movements of, uh, and uh, th there are others too, <laughs> but r the next piece that you have on the program is a very exciting one to me because that was the, the real turnaround for me. When I went back into composition after a long layoff in the business world, and I went back to my first love, uh, the first piece that I wrote a new uh, was this concerto for saxophone. Now, it just so happened that David Pitu, the man who's going to play this movement from this concerto, happened to be just returning from a Fulbright in Poland and turned on his radio. And he heard a performance on this from this station <laughs> <laughs> that many years ago, he heard it and he asked the station, he called the station, asked to be in, put in touch with me, told me he wanted me to write a saxophone concerto for him to play on his visit back to Poland, where he had, by the way, come back with a beautiful wife and two children, <laughs> who are, the, the wife is here today, and I'm so proud that I've been part of his development. Anyway, he played the, uh, the concerto. He helped me write it. He had to teach me how to write for saxophone. And then I wrote the concerto, and he played it and took it all over Europe. And uh, the second movement is what he's going to play today in the version we wrote for piano and saxophone. Great. And we're actually going to hear just a little bit of an orchestral version for saxophone and strings. This is just a little bit of Blue, the Warsaw Radio Symphony Orchestra. David Pitu himself is the soloist. And then we're going to hear David Pitu performing the version for saxophone and piano. Thank you. 
That's just a taste of the orchestral version of the Concerto for Saxophone and Strings. It was a Warsaw Radio Symphony. David Pitou, the soloist, saxophone soloist, Tadej Vicerek was the conductor. You're tuned to a special edition of Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today we're listening to the music of Robert Kritz as part of our Composers Among Us series. Podcasts and streaming versions of this and all other episodes of the show are available via our website, relevanttones.com. And now let's have a listen to David Pitu and Yoko Yamada Savaggio performing the music of Robert Kritz. Thank you. 
Music by Robert Fritz, who is my guest today on Relevant Tones. We heard Blue Reflections for saxophone and piano, David Pitu saxophone, and Yoko Yamada Sabagio piano. And before that, we heard the version for orchestra again. Robert told a very funny story about David being in Poland and hearing his music on the radio and then commissioning the saxophone concerto. I think it's a fantastic story. This is Composers Among Us today on Relevant Tones, and my guest is Robert Kritz. We have a great piece to end the program with today. We're going to have the Orion Chamber Ensemble performing two movements from a piece called Connections. Again, we're featuring a lot of the music of Robert Kritz today live in the Levin studio. We have such a large audience, as you can hear. We're having a very good time listening to this wonderful music. We're going to hear now Catherine Pirtle, clarinet, Judy Stone, cello, and Diana Schmuck, piano. They're performing two movements from Connections. Movement two, pensive, but not too slow. And then we're going to hear movement three, crisp, whimsical, and fast. Again, this is music by Robert Kritz. Mm-hmm. 
What a great performance live here in the Levin studio at WFMT. We heard musicians from the Orion Chamber Ensemble, Catherine Pirtle, clarinet, Judy Stone, cello, and Diana Schmuck, piano. Two movements that were written for them in 2001 by composer Robert Fritz. We heard movement number two, pensive, but not too slow, and movement number three, crisp, whimsical, and fast. Again, you're listening to Relevant Tones, and my guest today is Robert Kritz. Bob, tell me about this piece. It was written in 2001 for the Orion Ensemble. What's going on musically? What are you thinking about? <laughs> I was trying to fuse the jazz idiom that I had worked in with the classical idiom that I had trained in. Uh, I felt very close to both, and I wanted to melt them and uh, meld them together and see if I could do something that would be listenable. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly listenable. <laughs> uh, thanks to these wonderful musicians, it was at least for me very listenable. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a fantastic performance. I can't tell you how much I appreciate how these wonderful artists have carried my music. It's now several years that, that they've been playing it, and I just can't express my gratitude and my good luck. <laughs> Absolutely. So today on the program, we heard a piece you wrote when you were 17, and then we finished with this piece from 2001. I mean, does it sound like, what's it like for you to hear this music from such <laughs> vastly different parts of your life performed in one place? Yeah, well, I don't know if the development is worth the number of years that it took, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I know I enjoyed every minute of it, and I hope there will be a little more yet. There's definitely always a jazzy undercurrent to your music. Did, did you perform? I know you performed as a bassist, but um, did you perform all your life as a jazz player? Well, I played a lot of instruments uh, because I had to learn them to get through school. But the one interesting story is that when I was uh, trying, before the war, I played bass with some really nice musicians who were very young at the time. And then I went away, uh, for I was away in World War II, and when I came back, I went to see the musicians that I had played with, a guy named Johnny Frigo, a pretty well-known bass player around town, and uh, Dick Marks, a jazz pianist. And I went to see Dick, and I said, I'd like, I'm back, I'd like to play with you again. He said, well, first, you come down tomorrow night. We're playing at the such-and-such such club. And if you think you can cut it, uh, I'll listen to you again. So I heard, that's when I heard Johnny Frigo play bass. And I decided I'd take another instrument up. <laughs> 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 so, which I did. And then, ultimately, uh, started writing again. But these guys were so great. Uh, but what I heard tonight from all of the artists is something I will never forget. The, the singing, the playing. I, I'm just so thrilled with the entire performance. Mm, that's wonderful. Let's give a big hand for Bob Kritz. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders. A special thanks to Rory Hartong-Redden and Sandy Ruffalo. Our live sound engineer is Joshua Savage. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, and for streaming versions of all previous episodes, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. 
For information about the Orion Ensemble, you can find them at orionensemble.org. Relevant Tones is made possible in part by the generous support of GCM Grovner, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, the Amphion Foundation, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.